Hi, welcome back to Speaking to Students. I'm Johnny Jenkins and in this series we meet remarkable students who do something different, something extra uh, alongside their degree. My guest today is Jess Smith who's a third year liberal arts student majoring in politics at King's College London, involved in um, choir, musical things, musical theatre. We're going to get right into it and say hi to Jess. Great to see you today. Um, Jess, Liberal arts, it's one of those names you hear a lot. You hear a lot in movies, but what does it actually mean? So essentially, um, well, actually, I'm probably the best person to talk to. I am an ambassador for the course, but essentially it, um, it involves like, uh, instead of studying like one straight subject, it's uh, you kind of pick and choose from across the arts, humanities and social sciences. So it kind of allows you to um, really mould the degree in uh, a way that you want to. So I can study anything from like film history to um, Arabic to I had a class on Taylor Swift the other week so you can really just pick and choose whatever you like. I said to you a moment ago it sounds like quite an American degree title and I suppose it is a, it is a more sort of stateside way of looking at things where you you don't just pick one course so I study politics and, and that's all I do you don't just pick one course but you actually have a sort of a bit of everything. Yeah for sure yeah I mean so uh, I actually happened to study abroad um, in the US uh, while I was uh, uh, in my second year and um, yeah there was literally no difference it's very much a kind of pick and choose what you want and I think yeah it's it's a, a, a good thing for the British system to adopt um, that kind of like flexibility of of uh, study. It's interesting and, and it's, like you say it's a different approach and, and maybe we'll see more of it but Jess is always I'm far more interested in the other stuff you do alongside the degree rather than the course itself and you've already there mentioned that you're a, um, you know, a course rep at your university, you've done your time in America and a year abroad but let, let's talk about singing because you're in the choir, you're a choral scholar and Everyone knows what a choir is, what it looks like, what it sounds like, but what what does it mean when you say choral scholar? So the reason it's called a choral scholar is because um, it is seen as something that is uh, rigorous and just as academic as the kind of main study programme. Um, that being, it's not counted as like a, a student group or activity group. It's not part of the union. It's run by the college and it's kind of like a job to be honest so we get a, a stipend for working and singing uh, for the college every week um so we work with the chaplaincy because it's a it's a christian university so the chaplaincy is kind of like the sort of center of religious uh, kind of life at at kings and um uh we work with them uh, and we sing in the services and we do lots of other things um representing kings at uh, various functions and you know around the world and you didn't just start singing when you came to university it's something you've been doing for quite a long time yeah so especially with choirs my whole life really um i i was raised in the church so um singing as part of worship was something that uh i've done you know since i could walk basically um but i was really fortunate to go to a school um that had or two schools that had really amazing music departments that were able to support me and had um you know kind of student activity going on um as well so i was able to kind of build up my singing skills uh, there too that's so good to hear because you know everybody sort of sings in the shower or like you say maybe sings at church or whatever but if you can build it up more and more, you can make it into something that, that's such an integral part of your uh, university course. Did that 
Did the choral scholar sort of availability, the fact that King's College London uh, has a big focus on that, did that draw you to the university? So it definitely did. Um, there are lots of amazing universities up and down the country who have liberal arts courses and I looked at lots and lots of them. Um, but King's was the only one that had that kind of like flexible um, degree course combined with this kind of, um, you know, uh, really kind of tough uh choral life um because i i suppose when you kind of hear the university choir or choral scholar you kind of associate it with oxbridge right they're kind of the big players in the university choral scene um and um king's uh was kind of one of i, I was looking definitely to be in a kind of city environment as well that's another thing that um uh that that King's really you know that that's what sold me um so having all of those three elements a degree that I liked in an in a city or like you know in an environment that I wanted to be in and this kind of you know choral thing on top um that really sold it for me and the the the, the choirs are, are hard to get into because these are all kind of because you do you know get paid for them they um they're quite rigorous um in terms of auditions it sounds to me like the sort of puzzle pieces just came together and it and it made sense for you to go to king's um to do liberal arts L let's move towards theater as well because not only um do you perform in your singing but you're also involved in you've got your own theatre company and you're also involved in musical theatre now that must be quite a lot of fun you're a producer and performer right yeah yeah so um it's quite cool to get to kind of create some of my own work but also you know um work along others um in the student community and um uh, perform you know more well-known shows and things so yeah um again with with the musical theatre it just sort of it's something that I happen to sort of slide into um, uh, when I, you know, got involved in singing. You, I got involved in choirs, and I, I'd always kind of acted as well. Again, I, uh, I said I happened to go to like a really great primary school for music. They were also really good for drama as well. So I, I started, you know, acting in the school plays and things um, from quite a young age, and then I ended up going to a drama group. And then I realised that there was also this community where I could. Um, where I could kind of combine my love for acting and singing and, you know, also love, but, you know, not perhaps talent for dance. Um, and uh, yeah, sort of combine all those things in one and, and that's musical theatre. Um, so I got involved in that at first in secondary school. We we were really fortunate to have um, an amazing head of music who, who, who saw the value in um, uh, extracurricular productions. Um, so I started doing that when I must have, I think, we were in year 10 um, when I started doing that. And um, and then after those experiences, I knew it was something that I wanted to continue on into university. I, I suppose just where you've got the really serious, like the, the choral singing that's professional, it's a job in itself. And then you've got the musical theatre stuff, which not only is challenging, but it's probably great fun to do. You're also involved in um, the theatre company itself, which, which your friends started up, The Voice Matters. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, the voice matters. Um, it is kind of a kind of grew out of um, Kings, but also UCL students. Um, they sort of band together to um, create uh, this company um, called the Voice Matters um, because they kind of wanted to um, they sort of recognised and wanted to give a platform to voices who um, certainly in theatre and in mainstream society as well didn't have a, a platform to kind of air their experience and their stories. Um, so 
I got involved with them because, um, so I knew a few people who were involved in its founding and I, um, they happened to be putting on an Edinburgh Fringe play. Um, so they were auditioning and I, I got involved and I got cast in the show and we went up to the Fringe for the summer and uh, one thing led to another and I ended up actually um, becoming like a, a social media assistant and a producer for them, which is so cool to be able to say that I'm involved in that kind of like a an original theatre company. Yeah. And, and you got to perform at the Edinburgh Fringe. What was that like? One of the best experiences of my life, hands down, one of the best summers, um, because you're just kind of you're meeting all of these like minded people in one space and it's it's theatre from 9am till 6am, you know, um, and you're surrounded, yeah, by all of these kind of, you know, creatives and, you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Edinburgh during the Fringe, but they completely transform the whole city. Um, you know, things that were perhaps like a square with a fountain become like a huge pub garden. And it's all of these kind of young, yeah, like-minded people. Um, and yeah, it's I actually ended up, you know, like staying with some other people that I'd like met there um, for a bit to like, and I helped out with their kind of merch stalls and it was a whole kind of experience in itself. So I gained so much from that. And I would, if anybody asked me, I would, thoroughly recommend going to the fringe oh it sounds like so much fun it's definitely something i um want to do in the future because people just rave about it so much it's it really seems to be um quite special so not on on top of all the the music and the theater and everything else we've discussed just because as usual with people that do loads of stuff alongside their degree you're talking to them and then you realize they do another thing and then another thing and then they remember they do this and it piles up and you realize um that you're so so busy alongside the degree but we've got one more thing to cram in the fact that you've got um your own podcast and, and more and more people who are students or or sort of in their 20s or whatever are turning to, to creating their own podcast and and getting their voice heard why was it that you started yours so um this kind of stems off the um the idea of production you know so i got open to the world of like content creation and content production when I first got to uni um, and kind of learnt about producing and things. And initially um, this was in the form of, um, I remember I said I worked as a course rep, um, I did a bit of content creation for that, um, but also um, from musical theatre, you know, I, uh, I got into producing through the um, society there at King's and um, when the pandemic hit, I just sort of started thinking like, I, you know, theatres were closed and university students weren't able to perform or get involved in anything because, you know, um, it's seen as a recreational activity, right? Rather than a kind of a job per se. So um, I was quite sort of hungry to, to find another way to be able to produce some meaningful content while I wasn't able to, to leave the house really so um I'd kind of always um thought about podcasts but I I wasn't really sure what it entailed like I hadn't really like stepped into that world um but like many people you know being stuck indoors all day um podcasts became uh, quite a um quite a cool thing to just be able to you know like I'll be cleaning and have a podcast on or you know have one on when I'm going for a walk um but um yeah I sort of started to get listening to these you know people who brought their experiences to to the, the mic and I thought I hold on I can do that I'm, I'm gonna do that so um I did a little bit of research into kind of what that would entail and uh and then I just thought 
yeah, let's let's go for it. And as I always say to people who are keen to get involved in radio or podcasting or, or some form of audio production, that the more you listen, the more you pick up from those uh, podcasts or radio shows, and you just become almost sort of naturally, you just become a better presenter yourself. So definitely, definitely recommend if someone wants to get involved in audio um, to well consume quite a lot of it yourself and you'll start um, picking things up. Jess, what would you say to someone who um, is perhaps doing a degree now or, or about to start a degree and wants to get involved in some extra stuff, maybe it's something performance related, but aren't sure if they'll be able to manage it alongside their course. What would you say to them? A big, a big thing for me certainly was organisation and time management. If you know that your time is scarce and that it's something that might worry you, then having a routine and making sure that you block out your time is so important um, because you know being able to look ahead and know exactly that you're going to meet this deadline you're going to have this done like you know no matter how much you do in your you know in your extra time your uni is always going to expect you to 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 meet those deadlines right um and so making sure that you are able to kind of allot your time wisely um and in advance as well i think is really important um because i remember back to my first year I've learned a lot over the last few years, but certainly in my first year, I wasn't very study focused um, and it kind of meant that I was leaving things very much to the last minute and I was like scrambling to get them done and it felt like I didn't have any time, right? Whereas I did, I just didn't manage it well. Um, and I think that's the difference. I'd agree. Once once you've got your time management sorted and your sleep as well, once you've got your sleep and your time management sorted, you are away. You definitely are. Uh, Jess, thanks so much uh, for talking to me today. You certainly are a remarkable student. And if you like what you see, remember to like and subscribe.